Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's 3 o'clock on Dukes and Bell. Brought to you by Finley Roofing. We've got you covered. Atlanta's most trusted and recommended roofer. This is completely BS. This is shame. They had to win tonight? If that's, if that's the case, just let us know so we don't show up for the game. Just give them a win. Thanks for making us your sports station. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Steve Weiss from NFL Network's on the way in about 20 minutes. Also, we got some yeah man, no man a little bit later on this hour. It's Dukes and Bell. Hope you had a great weekend. We certainly did. Um, I'll say this, Mike. We don't need a running back, and I'm so glad we don't. Right. Tyler Algier is great. We know Bijan. The expectation for year two will be off the charts, and hopefully with this scheme, with Zach Robinson and the things they want to do, and, you know, it'll be good. But, man, this is a crowded running back offseason. Josh Jacobs, free agent. Saquon Barkley, free agent. These guys are not going to get tagged. The tag number, guys, is $14 million for running backs. They're not doing that. Tony Pollard, Mike, Cowboys, free agent. Um, here's another one. Derrick Henry is not going to get tagged. Free agent. Um, the Chargers are going to let Austin Eckler go. So it's, 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 is Dalvin Cook a free agent too? I'm not sure if he's in this, yeah, this I'll mix as well. But there are other running backs that are set to hit the free agent market. DeAndre Swift, A.J. Dillon, who was great. Mm. Devin Singletary, J.K. Dobbins. I mean, this is a loaded running back offseason where if you want to go get one of these guys, you can go get one. We don't need one. But yeah. man, yeah, Dalvin Cook is uh, is a uh, free agent. Uh, yeah, so th- that's there's some dudes. And uh, by the way, with him, now he didn't do anything. The it, Jets with, with the Jets yeah, because Brees Hall was so good yes. right, and, and never really missed a step after his injury. And then you know, unfortunately, uh, Munkin could have probably used him a lot in that playoff game against the Chiefs. Chose not to, but uh, yeah. So there's, there's there's six guys right there can start for any team. I just think like you know for teams, and again, the investment um, for most of these teams. Um, is not worth it. And, again, the, the Giants are going to talk to Saquon. The Raiders are going to talk to Jacob, uh, Josh Jacobs. They're going to try to get him signed. But this is a situation where you look at our team, and, and, again, this gets back to 
over the last few years, building, 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 there's a lot of pieces already here. We're not in need for this. But it's going to be interesting, Mike, because everybody says the running back's been devalued. We're going to find out again. All these name brands are out there. We're about to find out what teams think about the running back position this offseason. Now, you got to have one. I mean, you know, you look at the uh, the way the Chiefs got there. I mean, like as we said, the Ravens got there in part because of the run game then decided not to use it against Kansas City. You know, the Rams, we talked about what's our philosophy with Zach Robinson. They're coming off a 1,000-yard season with a guy that was drafted in the fifth round. So, yeah, you got to have it. it. It does suck timing-wise because any other era, these guys would all be getting paid. Yeah, no doubt. More on this. We'll talk with Steve Weiss coming up. We'll get his thoughts on the Falcons and what he thinks they should do. He actually had Terry Fontenot on uh, – his podcast, and speaking of Terry Fontenot and Raheem Morris, they're going to be on with the Midday Show tomorrow uh, live from the Combine, so make sure you tune in starting at 11 o'clock. Big O, let's get to an NFL bling! Hi, hi. Welcome to the NFL. With news and notes from around the league, this is NFL Blitz on Dukes and Bell. All right, first and foremost, uh, would Denver cut Russ to bring in another vet? Um, huh. Beyond a possible $35.4 million cap hit, in 2024, jeez. If they release Russell Wilson, the Broncos have Jared Stidham on the books for $7.3 million against the cap. Overall, they're projected to be about $13 million over the cap. Here's the thing, Mike. Everybody says Russ is gone, and that is true. But it's like, how do they maneuver this to save the money that they need to save? And then, look, I don't know what Sean Payton's goal is. Yeah. I have no idea where he wants but to it, go. But, you know, it's funny. Imagine if they got in the mix for Kirk Cousins. They, they never have any money for anybody. I mean, literally, the last guy, turn off the lights when you're leaving the they got to go get a rookie. They've got to draft a guy. And they've got to – here's the thing, though. You know, Peyton, I think – didn't Peyton sign on thinking he had a pretty good situation with Russ? And he got there and he realized he hated Russ's guts from the jump. And part of that is, you know, why he didn't play those last two games because of the injury situation. Had he gotten injured, they would have been really on the hook for even more money. And it gets us back to Atlanta. If you could finesse Russ to come here for, like, you know, close to one, two, one, 1.5 mil because he's making all that loot from Denver, then you're an amazing catbird seed to do, at least for one year, do something crazy. No doubt. Now, speaking of Kirk Cousins, did you see the footage of Kirk throwing the football? Yeah, it looks good. He's got some spring in his step. I uh, There's footage out there on social media where he's dropping back. Listen, nobody's out there with him. He's just working. But it's good to see. I mean, if, if right. you have any doubts about whether or not – I haven't seen anything from Aaron Rodgers, by the way. Now, I know Aaron is, you know, apparently healed up and is ready to go, but I haven't seen anything from him. Oh, he went hiking this weekend. Well, I did hear about that. But I'm talking about throwing throwing the football. Did he come back? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Did he he have an experience? Did he go into a dark cave? Either way, uh, Kirk Cousins looks like he is on his way back for whatever team is going to be interested. Meanwhile, Mike, Eric Bien and me going back to college? What did you make of this? Yeah, this seems like a, a really strange move. I don't know what he does in these interviews. I don't know what's anecdotally out there that owners are so scared of. We've heard some players say he's mean. <laughs> okay, that used to be the way it was. Maybe that's why Belichick didn't get hired here or anywhere else for the same matter. But going to UCLA to be the OC? Well, he started there. I yeah, mean, but still, I, but I, I mean, I'm with you. But I mean, like four uh, now, five recruiting cycles, right? It, was, it would have been four hiring cycles. Couldn't get an NFL head job. Moves laterally to Washington, where, again, Ron Rivera doesn't do any help by saying, yeah, I guess some of the guys are complaining about him. <laughs> and so now here he is. Uh, hey, it's a different it's a different kettle of fish because the recruiting is a part of that job as well. But yikes. I feel so, I just, I'd love to know what really goes down with this guy that he has, has kept him out of these gigs. Two-year deal. My guess is he'll do the two or a year or whatever and get mm-hmm. back into the NFL. But he wasn't going to sit around the house. He wanted to do something. And as I said to Turtle, we were talking about this today. 
the timing of this didn't help him. Remember, the commanders were the last team to hire their coach. It was Quinn. Quinn was going to come in and with his own envision and impressions about who he wanted to keep. And one of the first things he was asked about was be Eric Bieniemy, And he was like, no, well, we're not going to be working at the, together in this juncture. So it is kind of the timing that screwed him as well because all these other jobs have been taken. Meanwhile, Mike, as we talk about the NFL, NFL Blitz brought to you by our friends at Priority Men's Medical Centers. Check them out at PriorityMensMedical.com. We always put it out there to any player in our city. If we are talking about you or you feel like you're being misrepresented, call us. We say it all the time. Right. If you want to, you think, oh, you guys are, you're not telling the story. Call us. Well, that's what A.J. Brown did. He called in the WIP in Philly, and he wanted to set the record straight. Listen to what he said about Jalen Hurts being vocal. Listen, Jalen is himself. I don't agree or disagree. He's going to be himself, and I'm not the person to try to change him to be something that he's not or whatever the case may be. But when things were going really good, you didn't hear those reports. Mm. Uh, He also was asked, uh, or, uh, you know, A.J. Brown calls in and basically is like, hey, I want to get the story straight. He was asked about – They said he was a locker room cancer. Yeah, being blamed for the season's shortcomings. Here's what A.J. Brown said. The locker room was fine after the season, whatever. I just said players wasn't executed, like I said in the interview. That's what it came down to. I think the media kind of ran with the coaches. The coaches fault. The coaches didn't prepare us and this and that. I'm not the person to blame the coach. It was the players not executing, and that's what happened. And if you look back closely, we may have the best record in the league, but we wasn't playing like the best team in the league. It was like that all year. Man, big ups. I actually respect A.J. Brown more for doing this, Mike. When we were going through our issues with Julio. Right. I would have loved for Julio to call and say, look, man, here's what's really going on. This is why I need this extra dough. This is why I'm doing what I'm doing. Well, of course, we didn't get that. We got nothing. But for A.J. Brown to do this, he didn't have to do this. But, Mike, he, want, he wants Philly fans and he wants the team to know, hey, here's what, this is what's going on, and I hear you guys right. all the time talking about this. Well, that's right. We've got a pretty good rapport with some guys here in town that play football, whether for the Falcons or others, because we try to keep it real, and we never try to speak unless we know the shot, right? <laughs> That's it's where it's at. Philly, let's be honest, Carl. They, they just they, they, look what happened during the playoffs last year. You had a guy taking a, a hearsay conversation, turning into a, a cause celeb for the Phillies as a rallying cry. So I don't know what was said in that locker room. It's the same locker room. Remember, Hugh got into it with, uh, with Donovan McNabb years ago. No, with T.O. over Donovan McNabb back in the day. So they'd love to stir it up up there. But in this case, yeah, good for you know what? Good for him, AJ, getting out there and saying what's what. All right, man. More rumors. Now, this is more about writers and some guys that are dialed in, putting two plus two. I don't know if it's going to equal four. Right now, it's interesting. Let me run this one by you. You may have already seen this. The Bears trade up from where they are. They got got two picks this year in the first round. They're going to take Caleb Williams in the first, move up, and send uh, Justin Fields to the Patriots, and then take over the third pick. What do you think of that? Which would mean they'd probably go either offensive line or wide receiver. Which means we could then either try to move up, yes, and then perhaps get the quarterback we're looking for in the draft. Yeah, if it is true, Mike, they go Joe Alt, the best offensive tackle in this draft. So you go quarterback, tackle, if you're the Bears, then that leaves okay. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Jaden Daniels and Drake May, and now Drake would probably still get jammed by the. And now it's either going to be Drake May or Jaden Daniels for Washington. Correct, that's, that's the thing. Correct, but one of those guys is going to be mm. available, right. and then you get into the the fourth guy, which again I think is JJ McCarthy. But to your point, if you want to move up, if that was to happen, and the Bears get one in three, if you're the Bears, it's quarterback tackle. That that, that now that, now you have your building blocks for the next ten years. I. Uh, Mm. I wouldn't mind that, by the way. Now, if you don't want to also sacrifice too much of your present draft yep. 
equity. Again, this you guys can look it up at profootballtalk.com, but there's this valuation system, units to get to where you want to go, and we always talk about, do you have enough units, right? Does it all equal up? The idea would be, Carl, Falcons would uh, give, we'd swap picks. We'd get the eighth for the uh, Cardinals' fourth, give them up a third rounder, and then a second and third in 2025, and then we get the fourth pick, and then we can do, if it's Jaden Daniels, he's there. If not, it could be Dreg May. Yeah, the Cardinals, you know, everybody has them linked to uh, Harrison, right? Right. Maserati, Marvin Harrison. Because they could trade down at eight and still get, you know, uh, Adunze from Washington or Harrison or any Correct. of the elites. And if you think, for example, Mike, neighbors is better, mm-hmm. maybe you make that deal because you could still get neighbors at eight. Right. Right? Yeah. If you're the Cardinals, so you make that deal and you say, all right, not only do we get additional picks, but we also get Malik Neighbors, who we think is better than Harrison, and and it's a win-win for them. So, I, listen, that is a very plausible thing, but it starts with the Bears right. doing what they need to Correct. do. Correct. Making a trade with the Patriots, see if that one goes. If you missed it earlier, we talked about the quarterbacks. Caleb Williams will not throw at the combine, nor will Jaden Daniels, but Michael Penix will. And Carl and I were talking off the air because Penix, obviously, his stock took a hit after getting whooped up on by Michigan. He needs to get that stock back up into the top 15 or even in the first round at all, right? He does. I just feel like it it won't hurt him. It can only help him. That's that's how I feel about, about right. Penix. And not that he's done anything wrong. Again, the, I think sometimes we dismiss all these games like the tape is not there. He played great. He had a terrific season with Washington. But, Mike, this is different. Now we're looking at every little thing up close and personal. Right. And and I think he has to go and show that he can help himself. It's our NFL Blitz, guys. Uh, again, brought to you by our friends at Priority Men's Medical Centers. Coming up, Steve Weiss is going to join us. NFL Network senior reporter. And we're going to get his thoughts on the Falcons this week. And more importantly, what he thinks about where we should go. And, and also the rest of the league. Because there's a lot of right. stuff that's going to get kind of determined well, this week. You know, we were t- trying to get to read on the uh, on, uh, Terry, I guess Terry Fano, the midday show, will have him on, right? Is that tomorrow, Chris? Uh, so catch that. But, yeah, Steve Weish and James Palmer, our buddy, were talking about us moving up. They're firm believers the Falcons moving in the draft to go get that QB. 3 o'clock hour brought to you by Status Truck and Trailer Repair, driven by excellence, building successful partnerships. We're coming back. Steve Weish is next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is Dukes and Bell Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We love talking to our man Steve Weish. He is NFL senior reporter chief national reporter for NFL Network. And, of course, he hosts the uh, NFL Report alongside James Palmer, which streams on Mondays and Thursdays at 7 o'clock Eastern on the NFL channel, available on the NFL app as well, guys. And check him out at NFL.com slash NFL channel. Steve Weishman, it's always good to chop it up. Big week with the Combine. I just want to get your thoughts. I know you guys had Terry Fontenot on and chopped it up with him on the podcast. What do you think the Falcons are going to do when it comes to this quarterback situation? Draft a guy, or are they going to go make a trade? Well, first of all, thanks uh, for having me on again. It's always good. But, I, you know, look, I, I was told even before we had Terry on the show that they were going to be aggressive going to get their quarterback. So, to me, the aggression is moving up in the draft to get a guy they like. Now, are you going to be able to get one of the top three teams to come off the pick because they all need quarterbacks? So what does that mean? It probably means getting up to four where Arizona is just so nobody can leapfrog you if they decide to do that. I don't think someone like Justin Fields or Kirk Cousins is the first option. I don't know. I don't have any science to that. Mm-hmm. Jerry Fontenot sure didn't make me feel like that was the case. Um I think all things are on the table, though. I think they understand they've got a roster that is playoff worthy. They just got to upgrade a quarterback. And again, my first inclination is that they're going to go out and try to get a young guy. But if that doesn't work, then maybe they make a move for a veteran if one's available. That's the predicament because Chicago may decide to make a move for Justin Fields quickly, or when free agency starts, somebody may make a move for Kirk Cousins quickly. So then that really narrows things down for the draft because just the, the veteran free agents and players available for the trade, even including Russell Wilson takes a step down. And Steve, I was going to ask you about Russell Wilson. I, I don't know what it is. I mean, you've heard all the, the stuff and the buzz and former teammates and just guys just feel he's not genuine, but 28 touchdowns last year puts us in the playoffs. If not making a, maybe a win or two uh, in the playoffs. W- what about him here? And, and, and what do you feel about his, I mean, wh- how much has he got left? It's a great question. I mean, it's, I mean, on both fronts, because you look at the roster, it is a young roster, right? Mm-hmm. And seven or eight years ago, you say, okay, Russ is a, a leader of that roster. Well, he had a young roster in Denver for the most part. A lot of those guys weren't buying in. So, you know, they, this is where Terry Fontenot and, and Raheem Morris and Zach Robinson and everyone there, they've got to really have a pulse on the character of their locker room. Like, is Russ perfect? Like, they don't need him to lead because they've got guys there who can do that. Jesse Bates, maybe. I, I don't know. But, you know, again, that's where you just have to say which is the perfect guy to come in here who can who can not only just play, but who can also get us over the hump because you just want to get to the playoffs or do you want to contend with, with upcoming teams like Detroit, Green Bay, San Francisco's not going anywhere. So that's what you also have to factor you know, into all of this as well. 
NFL Network's chief national reporter, Steve Weiss, joining us here on Dukes and Bell. Do you think the Bears, everybody talks about this being about Justin Fields, and, and of course they've had three years to evaluate, but it's also about getting a guy that you can have under salary control, having that first overall pick. I just want to ask you as far as Caleb, what you're hearing, like this is a hands down, no question about it, he's going to the Bears number one overall. Yeah, I, I don't know that. I don't know if the Bears haven't tipped their hand, but, I mean, the, the conversation outside of the building mm. has swung from two weeks ago to, hey, they're going to weigh offers to see if they want to come off of Justin Fields to they're taking Caleb Williams. Mm. So I, I don't know Ryan Poles well enough to have ever had the discussion with him as to where I feel comfortable speaking on his behalf, you know, the general manager of the Bears. I just find the dynamic completely weird <laughs> that you keep the head coach, Matt Eberflus, bring in an entire new staff, and then draft Caleb Williams number one. And then all of a sudden, if things don't work out, Matt Eberflus is probably going to get blown out. Yep. Right. So now he's going to have a new head coach who could bring in a different staff. So that's that's why I'm not sitting here saying I'm totally convinced they're going to move off of Justin Fields. It's, it's the one thing, even though, every again, everything I'm hearing is that they're drafting Caleb Williams one. It is the one thing that keeps me from at least speculating completely that they're coming off of Justin Fields just because they didn't come off of Matt Eberflus. It is a weird <laughs> setup that they that they put in place there. Right. And uh, with uh, Getze going out to the Raiders, it didn't seem like that would be a natural landing spot considering that uh, you know Fields basically said he's a terrible OC earlier this year. I don't know about that. Really? I mean, remember the back half of the season, look at how well they function together. Hmm. I mean, Justin Fields is playing now. And, and it's one of these things, guys. There are more teams that need quarterbacks than there are quarterbacks available. So if you can't get up into that top three or four or draft a guy, that's a decision that the Raiders might have to make and see if they can make it work. Steve, because the one thing that yeah. Luke, the one thing Luke Getzey didn't have in Chicago was Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs True. and <laughs> and the, the tight end Meyer and guys like that. Yeah, better supporting cast. There's no doubt with with the Raiders' offense. Steve, what, what do the Giants do w- with Saquon? I mean, this game. How long are we going to play this game? Like, they're not going to franchise tag him. Mike and I were just talking about all the running backs. So this is going to be a crazy running back market this off season. W- what do they do? Oh, I think I think they let him hit free agency. And they're like, okay, if you can find a great deal on a team you like, go ahead. I mean, it's it's very simple. This comes down to the old Al Davis rule. Okay, we're going to pay you for only so long, but we can lose without you. And they were losing with him. So, you know, I, I, I think he hits I think he hits free agency, and I think he's playing elsewhere. Right. Steve Weiss is with us, guys. Longtime NFL insider here on the WadeFord.com hotline. Yeah, we've been going around. We've explored every option going round and round. And today we're talking about the combine, which now begins in Indianapolis later this week. The, the guy's not throwing. That's kind of part and parcel because guys want to throw with guys that they have experience with. But uh, you buy Penix getting back into the first round or into the top 15 uh, if he really dazzles? I, I think, you know, I, I think it depends on the team and, and, the, and the, you know, and his medical. You know, we, we know he's, he's had the knee injuries. And if it's one of those things where the medical, the medical is going to probably scare some teams off, other teams will be in. But, like, Brock Purdy has changed the evaluation of these quarterbacks who've played for four and five years. Because they come in, they're, they're more refined. They can recognize defenses. They, they understand. And having a mature guy as your quarterback doesn't hurt. 
you know, a lot of these quarterbacks coming to the league at 20 or 21, they're still young. You know, they're still young men. You know, Brock Purdy came in. He looks like a kid, but he's a mature guy. And, and so I think the evaluation of somebody like Michael Penix could change a little bit because of that. Or Bo Nix, you know, what, he, he played like nine years? <laughs> yeah. right? so, you know, so, I, so I think that evaluation could change. So I, I don't know about Penix. I don't know if the combine performances swing things. Guys, the performances are a little overrated. It might help a linebacker who runs fast, move, you know, garner more attention. But it's the conversations that they have with teams that do swing because this is the coach's first time to really meet most of these guys, this in the senior bowl, because they've been coaching. They've been doing draft prep. They've been hiring their staffs. So those conversations more than the actual eye test um, at the combine are kind of more of what lays the groundwork of what could happen in the draft. Yeah, it's it, it, those conversations. Even though they're quick, you get a sense of whether you maybe like a guy or what you, your first impressions are, and then you go from there. Because again, teams can bring these players in through uh, through right. this process. So, uh, Steve, I totally agree. I mean, it's I don't think Penix can can hurt himself. I think he can only help himself in this situation. Yep. But but we're we're gonna see. He's gonna throw at the combine. It is combine week. It's Steve Weiss joining us here on Sports Radio ninety two nine. The game. We're talking about all these different scenarios with the draft and players and. And uh, quarterbacks. How many quarterbacks do you think go in the first 10 to 15? I, I think four. Do you think more than four goes in the first 15 picks? I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't think so. You know, I, I don't know. Maybe someone gets sweet on, you know, J.J. McCarthy. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Because the one thing in Michigan, she was never asked to do a ton. Mm-hmm. Right? But neither was Justin Herbert at Oregon. So, and that's the comp. You know, that's a lot of the comps. You know, Jake May's got the comp to Justin Herbert as well. But. You know, maybe he comes in and he and he's just lights out. And all of a sudden, people are going back and looking at the tape like, hmm, he can make this throw. His game translates. You know, that's the other thing. The college game is different from the NFL game and how people view it. Like, does it translate? And that's why Caleb Williams is, is thought of so highly. A lot of people think his game is very NFL-related. So, um, we'll see. I, I don't think four go, but that is, a, like I said earlier, there are more teams that need QBs. Yeah. Right. then there are quarterbacks available. And you think back to that draft when Christian Ponder and uh, <laughs> the, the kid out of University of Washington went to Tennessee. All these guys that no one thought were going top ten went. Right. It turned out to be a mistake, but you never know. Yeah, Florida State put a bunch of bums in the league. E.J. Manuel, Ponder, you're right. <laughs> it is what it is. Steve Weiss is with oh, us. come on, man. Hey, being real. Uh, what about – we? one thing we didn't mention as far as veterans is Baker Mayfield. Is 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 yeah. the Bucks going to roll – are they going to roll on – with him, or is he going to be out there, and is he a good fit for us? I tell you what, if he's available the first day of free agency, I could see, I could see Atlanta being played with Baker Mayfield, and, and I'm glad you mentioned that. You know, he, he played in a system like Zach Robinson. Remember when he came right. to L.A., and he was really good. I mean, he came in with four or five games left, started on a week's worth of practice, and was really good. And, and I think what Dave Canales did with him down in Tampa last year his confidence now is, is probably where it should be. So I, I think Baker Mayfield would actually be an excellent fit. I don't know if it's going to happen, but Tampa, if they want to compete and roll with it one more time with that roster that they have, which is aging, they better lock him up because first day of free agency, he might be gone. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's an exciting time right now, Steve, for, for the league and, 
cap number goes up and everybody's seeing what's going to happen at the combine. We're excited about free agency. Steve Weish, NFL Network Chief NFL National Reporter. Guys, joining us here. Of course, he hosts NFL Report along with James Palmer. It streams on Mondays and Thursdays at 7 o'clock Eastern on the NFL channel and available on the NFL app. Steve, it's always good to talk with you, man. So much to see where this all goes, and I'm sure we'll be having conversations with you here over the next few weeks as stuff starts to play out. So thank you so much, man. Thanks for having me on, guys. Always. Appreciate you. Steve Weish here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Mike, there are so many questions when you talk about what could happen in front of us, which could shape, obviously, what we end up doing. And that's, guys, we're giving you, again, all the scenarios. There are a lot that could play out. Maybe none of it does. Maybe there's no movement. Maybe the Bears stay. Right. Commanders. The, the Patriots, maybe nobody does yeah, anything. Or somebody does like what Dimitrov did back in 11 and comes all the way in from all the bottom of the draft and comes with some crazy package which precludes us from getting Jaden Daniels or Drake May or whoever you guys have earmarked as your guy. But I still hope we find a way to get Jaden Daniel, man. I just think that guy, Carl, we're looking at, the, looking at the normals on Friday. So electric, doesn't turn it over, can run, and I think he'd light up the town. All right, yeah, man, no man's on the way. It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game at Odyssey.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Riley from Dog Nation is going to join us. We'll talk some college football with Connor. And we'll talk about court storming as well. Should it be banned after what happened to Duke this weekend at Wake Forest? We'll get into that. But right now, let's get to Yeah Man, No Man. It's time for Yeah Man, No Man. He's the former MVP of his high school football team. Not really. From New Jersey. The Cavs are here. And gives rapid fire questions. Here's the executive producer of the Dukes and Bell Show, Chris Thomas. Turtle, what's going on, man? Hope you had a great weekend. How you doing today? All right, so not so good news. They thought for, about you. <laughs> yeah, okay. The LeBron James household. The first round of ESPN NBA mock drafts just came out today. Bronny James is listed at number mm-hmm. 40 in the draft right now. Okay. He is averaging about 5-5-5 five, five, and five and has not had the type of season that many people thought he was going to have. There is no reported relation to the incident that he had at practice and his play. So for all those people trying to say, oh, well, you know, he's just not going to be the same play. No, no, no. That's not reportedly what's going on here. He just hasn't been able to collect himself and get ready for the season like he was planning Yeah, to. the heart scare and the whole thing, yeah. So, yeah, man, no man. Should he go back for one more year or just say screw it because he's going to wind up where his dad goes anyway? 
I'd say screw it and just, you know, and whether somebody drafts him, again, the second round is such a crapshoot. You know, you, the Lakers can trade a future second for him and get him to you. Le- LeBron's about to sign a contract extension. Now, again, he's going to tear up his current deal, Carl, and make more loot on that. But yeah. he'll be like 41 and maybe 42 if this thing comes to fruition. But, it's you know, incredible. it's amazing, you know, what, what this guy's doing, the shape he keeps himself in. But he, like, he wants to play with his son. It's like a repeat of the Griffies, except on hardwood. Is it okay to say it? He's not that good. He's not as good as dad, obviously. And now, uh, all right, I'm putting everything aside because if you're out there playing again, right? He's not even like the Sanders sons of Dion. No, not I, even I, that good. No, 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 no. Yeah. Sh- Shador's going to be a top pick right. next year. He, this is what it is right now. I mean, I want to put everything aside and say, oh, the medical and the preparation and all that stuff. You've had the benefit of your dad being okay. This is like Charlie Woods. Having everything that you could ever want when it comes to preparing yourself to be a great basketball player. Let's just call it what it is. He's not that good. And so, therefore, if dad wants to play with him, yeah, he needs to go back to school mm-hmm. at least another year to prove himself. you got to give me 10 a game. I mean, he's not even averaging 10. I mean, I just don't think that this is something that anybody wants to say, but it's the reality. He is LeBron's son. This is the penalty of being one of the greatest players in the history of the game and the all-time leading scorer. He's not that good right now. I would no. argue that he's the second best. Correct. Child, probably. Up, I think it, Bryce is the better player than he is. His younger son is better, and that's just what it is, Chris. I mean, the, the reality is for LeBron, if you want to play with him, and it's a great goal and it's an incredible feat if it happens, but it's going to be another year or two before he gets to that point. Is he worse than Jeffrey Jordan? Uh, I, mm, I he didn't know. get drafted. No, he didn't. Uh, and I said this. I told you I called one of his games. I think he went to UCF. Yep, uh, you got it. I, I, I remember calling one of his games, and, and he was fine. It just he, he didn't stand out. That's right. the issue Bronny is having. Bronny's not standing out when in these games where you go, oh, that's Bronny James. He could just be another dude out there. Yeah, that's, I think, what everyone's afraid of, that, yeah, they'll play together. But he's going to be on the bench, and he's not going to see me. He's going to be like Giannis's brother, yeah. Thanasis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he's going to be in the yeah. NBA. So, I, again, he's young. He's got a lot of time. But, like, don't tell me he didn't have the benefit of having LeBron as his dad to go, Dad, I need a gym. Dad, I need, I need somebody to, to catch my balls and let me go shoot for three hours. <laughs> like, he had all of that if he wanted right. it, and I'm sure he did. Well, I mean, but here's the thing. You could argue, look, the, the Bucks carry Giannis's brother. Yes, that turtle right. was just I'm just saying, about. if you do that, you can go get Bronny. Yeah, that's, that's to me, Chris, you made the argument. That's The bar is set that low. You can do it. Well, you can do it, but he's what, the 40th-ranked guy right now? Yeah. Number You're 40. not getting picked. That's well, a free agent pickup. I'll invite him to camp. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right, and, and by the way, you guys know I love LeBron, but that's just what it is, man. I've seen one of his games, and I, I didn't know who, he was out there. Can he even get on a G League team? Maybe. All right, so we mentioned this a little bit earlier about Russell Wilson. Uh, well, actually, it was our buddy Jim Rome on our CBS Sports Minute that mentioned that Russell Wilson is looking what is to get up? two more. And when he says two more, he means rings. This is Russ on uh, Brandon Marshall's mm-hmm. podcast. I got more fire than ever, honestly, especially over the past two years of what I've gone through, whether it's in Denver or somewhere else. I, I hope it's in Denver. You know, I hope I get to finish there. I, I, I committed there. I wanted to be there. You know, I want to be there. For me, it's about winning. Over the next five years, I want to win two. I want to feel the chill of that trophy again. You know, I, I love the city and everything else, but you know, you also want to be a place that, that wants you too. So, the thing that I, I, I want to do is, is, is win, man. That's all, that's all I care about. Wow, Russell brings his own background music with him, Carl. That's impressive. It's gospel. Uh, <laughs> did, 
didn't didn't he put his house up for sale in Denver? Have you heard this? Didn't Peyton Manning buy a home in Miami before he hey. went to the Broncos? He, 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 Yo, Broncos he did. country. Let's he ride, did. baby. He did. You know what? I, Why does everyone hate Russell Wilson right now? <laughs> I heard the same thing though at the end of that soundbite that we played last week for Justin, which was. I'd love to be here, but it's a business, and I want to be somewhere where I want to be wanted, right? That's mm-hmm. kind of what Justin was saying about Chicago. It's the same thing that, that he's saying. He gives himself an out, love the city, love the people, right. but of course. Uh, are you asking me you about two? anything dangerous? <laughs> are you asking me about <laughs> two in the next five years? Is that what you're asking no, me? No, more so just about are you down with his general attitude? as a? Did you like that as a potential option for the Falcons, hearing that from him? Mm. I mean – I, I don't know why this has become such a hard sell, as we said. He's better than anything we've run, you know, including like Matt's last two years here. If you go back to Mr. what he did last season. Unlimited. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, more on Russell Wilson. I was telling Carl uh, perhaps an inappropriate comment uh, during the Screen Actors Guild Awards. Uh, stay tuned for that coming up in Guy Talk. But getting back to I don't I don't understand how this guy's he's literally become he's like the uh, the quarterback in what was the movie the uh, the, the what was the one the uh, replacements with Keanu uh, Reeves yeah was, yeah, yeah. Where he's like the, the jerk quarterback that uh, was on the the guys who were on strike Martell ah, like this guy is he's like he's Dorn in Major League nobody likes <laughs> Russell Wilson <laughs> like yeah. he's some kind of big time fraud phony yeah I. I I mean, to me, the results have been on the – he has put the results on the field. You cannot hype that. I'm with Mike. At the end of the day, I'm over all of this other stuff. If you you told me today, hey, we're getting Russell Wilson, we're winning. (laughs) That's what I know. All right. I I don't know, guys. What do you mean you don't know? He's – What? You are Hmm. caught up in his persona more so than his playing. Well, He can play. To me, Carl – Persona non grato. Warren, hit my music. <laughs> By the way, a couple of guys, uh, friends of mine, my buddy uh, Martin hit me up on the text. Uh, Sager used to hang out with Rodman a lot, yeah. my buddy Sager. His valet was Jack Haley for the Bulls. Couldn't score for this Jack. Is true. This so, is true. I mean, tell me, if we're talking about boys being boys and carrying guys that are just friends with guys, talking about, you know, I mentioned, you know, the Brownies situation <laughs> potentially. And uh, Chris already talked about Giannis's brother. So, I'm just saying, there, there have been some, some dead weight as like the 12th man on a bench in the NBA. I, I am not saying that Bronny won't be in the NBA because his daddy is one of the greatest players ever. Right. That, that carries clout. All I'm saying is if you thought like LeBron and Son were going to play an average 20 apiece, that ain't happening. If dad averages 20, they'll average 20 apiece. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man, we got more to get to. Connor Riley's going to join us. We're going to talk about the dogs and uh, college football, but also what happened in college basketball that has everybody talking. It's Dukes and Bell. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 